plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey, boys and girls, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Today is Tuesday, and we are having a really light episode that will answer a couple of questions that a lot of people I talk to, I work with, or I meet uh, on any occasion seem not to understand in diet world and nutrition world. Question number one, or topic number one, low-carb diets versus low-fat diets. Low-carb diets can work long-term, low-fat diets, and when I'm saying low-fat, I mean extremely low-fat, like when you're trying to avoid healthy fats, the fats that your body needs in everything. And a lot of, especially girls, fall into that low-fat category when they get really insane about getting out as much fat as possible from their diet. Also, a lot of guys actually, when trying to get super lean, do the same mistake. They uh, might take out all the fats and eat, you know, broccoli and chicken breast that has almost essentially no fat, especially if you uh, remove the skin and everything. But Low-carbohydrate diet can be sustainable long-term, whereas low-fat or, you know, even such nonsense as uh, low-protein, like when you consume almost no protein and eat, I don't know, only vegetables and fruits, those diets cannot be maintained long-term. And the reason why is very simple, actually. Your body does not require for life carbohydrates. It might not be optimal might not be optimal to get zero carbohydrates and zero fiber in your diet, but you can live without essentially zero carbohydrates with essentially zero carbohydrates in your diet. For example, if you right now decided that you're going to eat only animal products because there are none really zero carbohydrate plant foods, if you decide to eat zero carbohydrates for some reason, you can live a lot of years without any carbohydrates. Like there are people on the carnivory diet, not a lot, but some people uh, eat zero carbohydrates and they're totally fine. Uh, and the reason is 
there are no essential carbohydrates. If you Google it, if you look it up, there are carbohydrates uh, that are, you know, proven to be beneficial to our health. We don't really understand in what way and how, like especially fiber, for example, seems to improve our health a lot and maintain good health, especially gut health that uh, influences all other aspects of our health. But there is no such thing as, as an essential carbohydrates. Yes, our body likes to use carbohydrates as a fuel source. In our culture, in our uh, food culture, we use a lot of carbohydrates as an easy uh, source of calories. But our body can get calories from fats just as as well. And we store more of fat in our body than carbohydrates. Uh, we already talked about that yesterday. You have pounds um, of fat, like no matter if you are super lean or not super lean, you have pounds of fat. You have thousands of calories of fat in your body. When it comes to carbohydrates as stored energy, you can only have no more than 2000 calories for sure in your in the form of liver glycogen in the form of muscle glycogen and that's it guys once you run out of that your body will start run on fats if you do not consume more carbohydrates or more other energy from your foods so carbohydrate is one of the um, macronutrients or nutrients that has caloric value that your body likes to use for energy. But there are no essential carbohydrates. Your cells can make energy from fats and run pretty well on that too. If your brain needs some glucose that usually um, we get from carbohydrates, but our body can produce glucose from parts of fats and proteins that we get in our diet. So there are no essential carbohydrates. But there are essential fatty acids and essential amino acids, or in more simple language, there are essential fats and essential proteins. And essential means your body cannot make them. And if you do not get them from your food, you will suffer. And when you will suffer depends uh, on a lot of things. Uh, you know, if you're uh, super obese and you've been overeating for for a prolonged period of time. Uh, usually, uh, by the way, obese people have uh, a lot of muscle mass too, because uh, if you, let's say, weigh 300 pounds or 400 pounds or whatever, your body needs to carry that around. And usually you have more muscle mass than somebody that is really, really light, uh, but doesn't have to carry that much uh, extra weight. Anyway, uh, what I was trying to say is uh, your body has essential fats, essential proteins. If you do not consume them uh, on a regular basis, uh, your cells, your cellular metabolism, your uh, tissues, everything will suffer. You need proteins for cellular processes. You need fats. You need proteins. And again, a lot of them are essential, meaning you cannot make them inside your body. And if you do not consume them uh, at some point in the near future, then your health is going to suffer and your body will compromise uh, a lot of functions and you will not live long. Uh, and you cannot sustainably live on just carbohydrates, for example. Uh, for uh, If you take countries like um, a lot of countries in Africa and in general in developed world where they get uh, as help from different world organizations like UN or World Health Organization, a lot of times they would get 
food rations in the form of carbohydrates, just carbohydrates, so for example, rice or uh, maybe uh, some starchy foods, some processed starchy and carbohydrate foods that essentially have almost non-proteins and non-essential fats, and those people end up being malnourished and they die of hunger, hunger because carbohydrates alone cannot give you everything you need. But proteins and fats alone can give your body everything it needs and you can essentially thrive without eating a single gram of carbohydrate for quite a long time. I'm not sure if you can live to 100 or more because we don't really have any examples of people who ate only proteins and fats with no carbohydrates and lived, uh, you know, to 100 and more. But that's because uh, it's not... It's not just, I mean, un- unless you have some kind of condition on your, or you're forced to do that, why would you not eat vegetables and fruits and meats and fish and all that variety? Because more variety always means more nutrients and better health, better energy levels, better performance, mental and physical. So what I'm trying to say, it, I'm not saying you should eat zero carbohydrates. Like I'm not saying carbohydrates are bad. Not at all. I believe vegetables, fruits, and a lot of fiber especially, it's really, really beneficial for your health. Like right now, I'm on this fruit diet for a month, and I'm eating a lot, a lot of fiber, and I'm feeling really, really good, especially like my digestion, my energy levels, but also my skin and my like feeling of lightness and usefulness. I feel amazing, but I do know that it's not sustainable, that in a couple of weeks, uh, I'm going to reintroduce all the fats and all the proteins uh, into my daily meals. Because again, low fat, low protein is not a sustainable diet. Low carbohydrate is a sustainable diet. But again, I'm not saying that because of that, carbohydrates are in any way bad. What is bad for you is processed food. And that is undeniable truth. The more processed food you eat, even if it's marketed healthy foods, even if it's fortified to use a lot of minerals and nutrients, if it's processed, then it's not the best food for you to eat. The best food food for you to eat is foods that is close to source, uh, being, you know, from... uh, to source as plant foods or animal foods. If you see, if most of your food, uh, the food that you use to cook looks like you can find it in nature, you know, I mean, killed animals, but still, <laughs> you uh, can recognize what that food is. And if most of the food is whole food cooked in a healthy way, then you're good to go. Um, carbohydrates are not bad, and the only bad carbohydrates as a, a lot of other ingredients, fats also, processed fats are not good, good for you. And I do not recommend to live on protein powders either. That is a processed food, uh, even though it is used widely in a health and fitness community. But anyway, the point of this particular topic is to make you realize if you are on a long-term weight loss program, then low-carbohydrate diets... Um, tend to, a lot of people tend to do better on it because they produce with more fats and more proteins in your diet. Low carbohydrate diets produce more satiety, so you're less hungry. And at the same time, you supply yourself with all the essential nutrients that your body actually needs. Whereas if you do low fat or low protein diet, 
you will not be able to sustain that for a long period of time. And if you do a lot of weight training, I do not recommend you to lower your protein a lot, a lot, but maybe, you know, for a week or so to kind of clean up everything, the protein to recycle your proteins and improve your uh, cellular health and longevity. But the point is, again, low carbohydrate works and they can be sustainable, low carbohydrate diet. Whereas low fat and low protein, they are not sustainable and cannot work as a lifestyle. But again, when I say low, I mean really low, not like 30%. 30% is not low, it's not as normal for carbohydrates or proteins. What I mean by low is like less than than 10%, um, sometimes even 5% or so, or almost non-existent. Like if you're on a fruit and vegetable diet, Fats and proteins are going to be non-existent there. And that's what I mean by low. I do not mean by low, again, like 30% of your calories come from fats. That is not low. Again, that is normal. Uh, And the question number two that we'll discuss today is specifically useful for women because I see a lot of women making this mistake when it comes to training and nutrition and dieting and trying to change their body shape. But also a lot of guys do that too. So... Listen up, everybody. Uh, A lot of times, people who start exercise, they want to, you know, lose weight. You, we all at some point want to get lighter, want to get leaner. The point is, if you want to try, if you want to be smaller, if you want to get leaner, if you want to burn fat, like if your goal is to build muscles and um, get stronger, then that is not necessarily the case for you. And the case is next thing. If you're trying to get smaller, if you're trying to decrease your weight, if you're trying to burn fat, your body has to consume less energy than it uses. So a lot of women, a lot of girls who are into training, who are strong women and girls and really fit, and they want to get leaner. So what they do a lot of times, they will start with enthusiasm, lift more and run more and exercise more. And then with the same enthusiasm, they end up eating a lot of foods, even if it's super healthy foods, doesn't matter. Energy is energy. And then what happens, they get, you know, you might also be in that um, group. You might get frustrated that you don't really see any results when it comes to Uh, your body composition, your fat percentage, and the number on the scale, it even can go up. And yes, you will get stronger. And yes, you're probably going to get fitter. But you also might get bigger and see no change in your body fat percentage. And the reason is, if you're healthy and not obese, uh, in obese people, you know, there are some different processes in place that we're not going to talk about today. But if you are in pretty good shape already, then it means the only way that your body will ever touch your fat reserves if you consume less energy than you burn. And exercise uh, against a very popular belief does not burn that much uh, calories, no matter how much you eat. And the fitter you get, the less calories your body burns doing the same kind of an activity because the body gets 
adapted to anything. That's what our body does. Our body is really amazing at getting adapted to whatever activity or diet that you do. That's why also a lot of times people on a low carb, on keto diet or on any diet, you know, at first they lose a lot of weight because the body changes and it gets adapted to what you do, that new thing. But once your body gets used to that, your body starts losing less calories because your body gets efficient, and that's a good thing for your body. Your body gets efficient and effective with energy, with your training, and guess what? Again, progress either slows down or stops completely. But the point of this topic is if your goal for now, you want to burn fat, you want to get lighter, maybe like myself, you want to burn a little bit of muscles if you got too bulky and you just want to get smaller, maybe for life maybe for um, some running, maybe for sprinting, uh, maybe you just feel better with less muscle. So whenever you want to decrease the size of your body, you need to eat less than you burn. And even though there are many, many processes that your body does that require energy, and one food calories from one group of foods does not equal calories from another group of foods. Like, for example, to get energy from proteins, your body has to do more work than to get it from carbohydrates or from fats especially. But that all being said, when when you take into account all the processes and you have your like met- base metabolism plus all the activities, you have your energy requirements for the day, uh, no matter what you do, if you consume more food, no matter how healthy it is, you're still not going to lose anything. And you might even gain exercising more. And that's the problem that a lot of people who train with enthusiasm seems do not to understand. First, your body get adapt, adapted to any kind of exercise and it's get better. And it means that your body going to spend less calories on that activity. And the second thing, if you exercise, I, I, I don't care how much you exercise. If you eat more, you're going to, you're going to have your uh, fat and probably you might build some muscles and who, who knows what else. But unless you're eating less energy that your body actually uses. And for each individual, for each lifestyle, it's going to be different. You're not going to lose an inch, a millimeter of your fat. And that's a fundamental truth of energy balance. And it's always in a flux, guys. If you do something for a while and it works and then it stops working, it's not because you do something wrong, it's because your body changed. And again, one thing will never work for your whole life. So if you're stuck somewhere, the only way to get unstuck is to change something. Doing the same thing over and over again and, I don't know, uh, going to zero carbs but eating more fat on top of that not going to help you. Just not going to help you, really. So if you are, especially if you are in keto and low carb and you think that you're eating 15 grams of carbs and then uh, your weight loss stops and you think that you need to eat now zero grams of carbs and then you're surprised that it's not working, a lot of times it's getting even worse. Well, guess what? If you're eating more, no matter how many carbs you eat, you're still going to gain weight. Even with zero carbs, you can gain weight. And that's the thing you want to understand. If you want to decrease your weight and your size, you got to eat less. And the only thing that will tell you the truth, whether you're eating less or more, is the scales. If you are gaining weight there, I don't care who you are, what you do, you're eating more. You're doing something that makes your body 
um, gain weight. That being said, you know, for example, for women in, on certain days, we gain water and it's not about fat or eating more. Or sometimes you gain water because of something else. Maybe you fly across the country. Maybe you started taking some medications and that might have nothing to do with fat. Your body can just hold more water. But that's completely, you know, uh, it's a unique situation and um, it gotta be, you you, you gotta know if you kind of going through this stage where you might hold more water. But in other cases, um, yeah, if you want to lose size, if you want to get smaller, you got to eat less. And if you're not getting smaller, you're not eating less. And that's the the end of it. That's it for today, guys. If you have any questions about two topics that we talked about, low-carbohydrate diet and why it works and why it is more sustainable, how to maybe design your own version of low-carbohydrate, healthy low-carbohydrate diet, shoot me an email to Angela at Create Yourself. Ask me questions on any social media. I'm always, always uh, happy to answer any questions you might have. And I always um, talk to people and help a lot of people, um, you know, with different I love guiding people through those, um, you know, stumbling blocks or uh, questionable, I don't know, moments and turns and uh, in their on their journey to better health, better um, feelings, better energy levels, uh, better bodies and performance. So again, shoot me email or anything, and I'm happy to help you. And if you, again, want to get smaller and something is not working, also shoot me an email. I might give you some insight that you have not thought about yet. But again, if something's not working, you will have to do something differently. So be open. That's one of the fundamentals to get any progress. If you already knew everything, you already you would already have what you wanted to have. So be open to learn from anyone and everyone and try a lot of new things. So that's it, guys. Uh, tomorrow we will talk about a book by Marion Nestle, one of the uh, voices in food, con- uh, I don't know, food, <laughs> on the topics of food and nutrition. Uh, she's a public figure, uh, published a lot of papers and uh, books uh, on the topic of food industry, food research, nutrition research, and different conspiracies and different bullshits uh, that, and myths and misconceptions that we have in nutrition and food world. So we're going to be talking about the book, Why Calories Do Count, on different levels. And on Thursday, we will talk with the, with the founder of One Amazing Food Company. On Friday, I will tell you what I've learned through all my different diet journeys, vegan, vegan, raw vegan, keto, paleo, and uh, other um, things. And I will tell you what not to do to get the progress that you want to get. And that's it. I will not hold you any longer. Have an amazing, beautiful day. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.